Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Welcome to the second episode of the We Done It podcast. We made it. We did make it, didn't we, doll? Yeah. And in reflection, how did the first one go? It was so good. Good. Loved Are you it. loving it? We're addicted. We're addicted. And we learned some things, so that's good. Yeah, we topped up our drinks. And we are ready to go for episode number two. Here we go. Here we go. So you ready for the topic? Today we are going to talk about our, I guess, our story with being an introvert and an extrovert and being in a relationship with each other and really how we've come to identify as those people and work through our relationship with communication to make that work. Yeah, that's a great summary. But I think like extreme extrovert, extreme introvert, like those two things colliding as like human beings and what the hell that looked like. It wasn't pretty. I think it was fantastic. Well, I mean, like it was, but you're the extroverted person who was like out having a great time the whole time. And I was like, I need to go home. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys I didn't go home, if you guys didn't know, Kelsey is an introvert and I am very much an extrovert. Do you want to like, for people that maybe don't know exactly what I mean, like we mean with those terms or like what they mean, do you want to give a quick like summary? Sure. And I think I don't know the actual definition of it. And that's okay because I don't often identify with very like strict boundaries. So for me, my introvertedness comes a lot, like comes down to, I like being alone. I like being at home. I like being quiet. I like you know, fueling myself from an inner perspective versus like going out and refueling through conversation with other people all the time or walking down the street when there's other people walking down the street or going to a shopping mall or going to a party at 9.30 p.m., which, by the way, I don't usually do anymore because I'm like, I'm 30. 9.30 p.m. is a little bit past my bedtime and I'm not interested. Like, so I just, for me, I like to be home. I like to just be in a safe spot. And whether my close friends want to come over, that's totally fine. But for me, yeah, I guess my home is my safe spot. I spend a lot of time and have a lot of pride in my home. And I feel like because I've made it so wonderful, I would like to spend all of my time there. <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I think that's a great way to like explain it. And for people maybe out there that don't know what you are or like if you're not sure which one you are, it's very normal to be a little bit of both. I think in situations you can be extroverted if you need to be. Absolutely. And, and I think that what it comes down to is like just take a, a zoom out and, and zoom back that lens and actually feel what you are energized by Kelsey said it like what fills you up what fuels you and like if you're actually drained after going to an event because you've just been around too many people maybe you have more introverted tendencies and if you feel like you're at home a lot and you're not feeling energized you're feeling a little bit down on yourself you know you haven't had a lot of social interaction maybe you have some extroverted tendencies but I don't think there needs to be this hard line in the sand of like you have to be one way or another I think there's situations where you can be extroverted, but 
being aware of like the fact that that probably drains you as a person and then you just need a little bit of space and time on the tail end of whatever that situation was because it's not what fills you up. Great advice, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) You lost me there. I was was going somewhere. We were having a healthy conversation and then you went (laughs) somewhere without me. Where'd you go? I I think what I was like doing is that like for the longest time, I didn't really know. Like everyone was always like, you know, you're outgoing and all of these things, but like you can be outgoing and you can be all that stuff. But if it's actually like draining you, it's okay to realize that. And I guess realize that you need some either... It doesn't mean you have to change, but maybe you just need a bit of extra space <laughs> on the on the tail end. She's doing it again. <laughs> I thought you asked me what it was like to be introverted. <laughs> I feel like I didn't ask you that at all. I felt like I asked you for definitions of the two things. And, no. Right. I think you asked my experience with what that like. I think you're in- jumping ahead, Miss MacBook over there. <laughs> she's got her laptop and she's. I it, like your advice. I do. You take it away. <laughs> Well, now I'm not sure how. I was just preaching to the choir there. You did raise a good point. And the point was, is that like, just because I do identify more as an introverted person doesn't mean that I can't go out or doesn't mean that I don't like people. I love people and I love interacting with people and I love healthy conversation with people. I just too many people or not the right situation at the right time or all of those different things. I guess I just get like a little bit overwhelming and I'm like, I just would rather not do this. But there are moments again, where you could invite me out as a wing woman. And if I have like time to prepare for it, I would be really good at that. Cause I'm a lot of fun and I can gather groups of people to do pretty much friggin' anything. And I can like do all these very extroverted things and I can talk to people for hours. Okay. So but I just come home and then I am completely shut off to the world. And I'm like, I can't, don't even ask me how my day was. It was so long and exhausting, even though I loved it. I just learned it was very hard to talk about. Okay, yeah, so let's like dive into that a little bit deeper because I think when people A hear that you're an introvert, they're shocked. And they B, don't know that about me. When you are out, you are one the life of the everything. Hell of a time and you will out party and usually out drink most of the people there. And as an Aussie, like to be, you know, drank under the table by a girl, it's like, holy smokes, what has showed up in my life right here? And so like those two things, you know, people are like, no way are you introverted because you are, you're the life of the party. And when you're out, you're out and you're like on a mission and you like, will, I'm ready to you be will there. go. So like, I what just, I don't want to go there explain, often. Yeah. Like explain that a little bit more. Gosh, I don't even know where to start because I think for me, it's like, if I know that going out is going to be a one event time experience, like maybe it's someone's birthday or someone's bachelorette or someone's whatever. And I mentally know I'm going and I'm prepared and it's going to be worth it. And I want to show this person I love them. Like I'm there and I'm ready and I've got my boots on and like we're going. You don't have your grandma loafers on? I might have my grandma loafers on and I might have a really nice jacket or a really not nice jacket. <laughs> but either way, I'm there and I'm I'm your girl. Like if you need me, I will be there. But yeah. if you don't need me, I'm not going to be around. But so like when you're out, are you like constantly secretly sitting there being like, I wish I was Sometimes. home? Sometimes. It's very hard. I try really hard sometimes. And like, do you just sometimes go home or do you like tough it out? I've learned that because for the longest time, like say we were at games night or say we were 
uh, I don't know, like visiting someone, whatever, I would get this urge to be like, you know what, I'm really not enjoying myself. I would rather just like go lay down and do nothing or like think to myself or whatever it is that I'm going to do. I could clean, I could whatever. Or if I'm at games night at someone else's house, I'm like, okay, I could be at home doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G in the comfort of my own home rather than be here. And I would just rather do that. And for the longest time, I would sit and continue doing what everyone else was doing because that was common versus putting my hand up and being like, I'm going home. Like I'd, I'd rather honestly just be at home. I love all of my friends. And that's where I think we are. And it took me a long time to get to, but it's like when I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like nine o'clock or 1130, it's like oh, it's, my hand goes up. I look at you. I give you that look. And it's like, Kelsey and Lucy are going home now because she's done. Like she's over it. She's hit her threshold and she was wonderful. And I am, but it's just like, I, I know where that turns into like, being different if that makes sense some of my favorite times like you don't do it every time but sometimes we'll be sitting somewhere and like you know there's a cheese platter there and there's like <laughs> s- snacks coming out and like you know whatever it's getting a little bit a little bit later in the night and then all of a sudden kelsey just raises her hand someone else is in mid-conversation and kelsey raises her hand and says i'm ready to go home now and i like just look at her and it's admirable we say okay i would presume that if someone else wanted to go home and that was their safe like i love my home so much and i know how important home is to me and to like my well-being and to like how I'm going to act tomorrow and whether it's clean or the dishes are put away or all these sorts of things like they're very important to me and I find that if like that is out of whack like I can't handle that anymore so my hand is up I am out I love my friends I hug you and then I'm in the car within minutes and I'm home and, and then we're like I'm really glad that you said that right and then the rest of our night gets started it's like yeah what? I'm like now that I'm home I'm just so like, energized I'm like I'm not tired at all I used to think that like me like she's like I'm ready to go home now and I mean like, like I was ready to go to bed right we get home and we're like washing our faces putting our big baggy t-shirts on I'm like ready getting ready for bed she's like do you want to watch a movie I'm like what do you mean I thought we were ready to go home no yeah not to bed though I just need to go home to live my life like it's hard to live like you know yeah, no. and it, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I think for a very long time, I was like, oh, introvertedness is not a good thing. Well, like, you should have better people skills or you should work on that. Or like, why aren't you talking to people? And why aren't you the yes girl? And why aren't you? And it's like, first off, why can't, why do I have to be? Totally. I think own, I'm there now. I think it takes a little bit, but I think if you are on the introverted side, just start by like dipping your toe in the water, like raising your hand obnoxiously in conversation and saying, I'm ready to go home now and just see how it feels. <laughs> Yeah, I, I encourage everyone to try it. And then on the flip side, though, you have really no idea what that means because you are number, like, top of the line extrovert who gets absolutely fueled up by conversation and people and people asking you questions. Like, you want to ask questions, you want to be asked questions, and you want to go for a very long time in conversation with anybody. Yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. So you, you go out for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on end, and then you come home and you still want to talk for hours and hours and hours. And I just wonder, like, what is life like like that? It's so much fun. Okay, so tell me. You, you can have the mic. Now This now's your moment. Oh. You stole my moment, so watch out. I might interrupt and start giving life lessons <laughs> on my extrovertedness. Don't worry. I preached at the beginning. I'll try and keep this. <laughs> I'll try and keep this just a little, like, take it back a notch. I believe that what you have to say is going to be very wonderful. I just think that, like, I love people. And maybe it goes back to, like, traveling days or something where I just found it so... It's just an easy life is how I would summarize it to be like sitting across the table from someone. And, you know, actually I, I met a lot of people from like Israel and that speak Hebrew and that 
you know, lived these Amish lives, for example, and they would tell me their stories. And I remember sitting there and I would like, you know, maybe connect with someone that was back home in Australia and I'd hear something going on in their life after I had just heard this story about someone serving in the military and and what they've been through. And I just remember in that moment feeling like, oh my gosh, like there's so much to this life and there's so much to this world. And I just found this by talking to people and listening to people and asking them questions. And so I think that's where it like really started is I just actually really like listening to people and learning about them. I also really like to talk myself. So when someone wants to like tell me things about them, I'm like ready to like open up and share my stories and like go back and forth. And I just like am filled up by that conversation. Um, And so for me, it's like, that's what inspires me. And that's what actually energizes me. I get a little bit like fidgety and restless and low on energy. And, you know, even a little bit like my mental health. I feel like even when I'm home for like a few hours at a time, it's like, oh, like I just, I've got this itch for people and I've got this itch to like, like on a Sunday afternoon, you're like, I just need to get out of the house. Do you want to go for a walk? And I'm like, absolutely friggin' not. It is Sunday and I get to choose everything that I do today, everything. And if I don't have to leave today, no, I don't want to go for a walk, open the windows. Yeah, like I do. I love that fresh air. I will just walk around the block eight times then because I need to go outside. And you're just like hoping someone's out there might ask you like how your day's going or something. I presume, right? Like that's going on. I remember this one time. Sometimes I work from home and I remember that like I got all this stuff done, but I needed to go to the store. And I remember just like sitting there at Safeway or standing there at Safeway at the checkout. And this lady like literally was the first person that I talked to for like eight hours. I was like, how's your day going? And she was like, good. And like, didn't really give me much. And then I was like, well, like, you know pretty much like well, what's your dog's name and like i see that you got like a little hair on your on your shirt there like you must have other animals and like just dove deep into this lady and she just i remember looked at looking at me being like well, what is this person's problem like she's got issues but i hadn't talked to anybody yet and i felt my mouth going like a little bit like numb almost as i was talking because i just like started <laughs> yelling at the poor lady <laughs> But like, I, yeah, I love, I don't know. I love talking to people and I love like human interaction. And so I am filled up by that. And when I don't have it for a little bit, I like crave it. So sorry to the lady at Safeway who got my full life story of everything that had happened in the day. I'm sorry to that lady too, because I live with you. So I know what it's like. Questions. Questions. Did you see that on my piece of paper? No. What piece of paper? I have a little notebook going over here for the. I, 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 you just I charge see, your MacBook and now you want a notebook. I'm afraid it's going to make noises when I type. Mm. So I just want to search. Mm. I've already typed what I want. Okay, so. Questions, yeah. And what were you going to say about the questions? Well, I think like a lot of the time, maybe it's like, you know, whether this is just part of the extroverted personality, I like always have a question. That's exactly what I wrote down about everything. Questions. And I think particularly we should try to stay on topic (laughs) about how this is going to affect our lives, like as our relationship. Mm. Because we did talk in the beginning about, okay, yes, we are an extrovert. Yes, we are an introvert. We're in this relationship. How did that process actually happen? Because it wasn't really clear and, you know, neat and tidy and fun the whole time. we, We had a lot of difficult moments where I had to start speaking up to you and being like, no, actually, I don't want you to ask me questions in the morning. Could you friggin' stop? Well, and I didn't like, even you know what? what? When you're not asking me questions, I feel like you don't care. And for us, I think if we could dive deep into that, yeah, that that would be good because yeah, I just think that there's so much in relationships that it's like, okay, well, if you're an extrovert, maybe you're looking for another extrovert in a partner. 
because you think, well, that will be easy because I wouldn't want to stay at home with my introverted partner. <laughs> or if she stays home, I don't want that. I want us to go out and like conquer the world together. It's like for us, we're very, very different people. But through communication and through obviously trial and error, we've been able to come to like this healthy ground of obviously respecting each other, but knowing our own boundaries more so. Yeah. And I think it's great. Like, let's just go right into juicy details of us. But like to preface all of this, like I didn't even know that I didn't really know any much like much about introvert and extroverted people like I just thought kind of everyone you just thought everyone was kind of like you and that you yeah. were the be all end all yeah I was like like if they don't want to talk to me I don't really care I'm just gonna like keep talking and like she's just gonna talk to someone else but then when you get in a relationship with somebody and you start to realize that like okay she doesn't want to come out with me and why does she keep saying no to this and do I just go and is that upsetting her and we what why doesn't she want to answer my questions and why when she walks through the door after okay, a long so day let's dive into the questions because yeah. I think we are probably thinking about the same moment uh oh we were renting a bedroom from a friend and I was going to work at this restaurant and I had to be there at like 6.30 and you worked at a sign shop and we both had very, very Monday and Monday to Friday jobs and I don't think either of us were really all that happy and I was tired and I don't get up at that time in the morning and I remember sitting at the like the mirror or the full length mirror on my little stool like doing my makeup and you would have just like gotten out of the shower and you're all chatty and you're like what do you want to have for dinner on thursday night and i'm like could you stop <laughs> could you stop the sun is not even up i am tired i don't want to be up i don't know what i want for dinner on thursday i don't even know what i'm doing today like could like i was just so drained and for the longest time you kept asking me and i thought you were nagging and you were just trying to build conversation with me yeah, and Kelsey would kind of give me these, like, I don't know. And, like, she would never just flat out say, like, you know, that co that question that you're asking me, like, that bothers me right now. Because that's, yeah, like... Yeah, I wasn't there yet. That's I awkward. Was, that's again, awkward. Just... Like, it's awkward to say to somebody. Yeah. And so, like, I... But I wasn't taking the messages of, like, okay, she, for whatever wasn't reason... Wasn't getting the hint. Doesn't really... Oh, it's early. Doesn't really like me asking this. I'd be like, okay, well, let's bring it back to Tuesday morning. Like, maybe, like, she needs just something closer. Or she says, well, last week we had this and this week we had that, that, and I like this, so why don't we do this? And it's like, well, in the not answering, in the not having an answer, I was hoping we could move on. But then she just like goes into like, well, why don't you have an answer? And in the end, what I ended up finding out was I just had to get to the point where I was comfortable in telling her that like, it's not you and it's not the questions. And we had gotten in, I think a few, no, we don't really ever argue, but conversations of like, I would mention maybe that it was bothering me and you were like, well, when I ask you questions and you don't respond and all I get is, I don't know, it's the same as yesterday. And like, from your perspective, I'm just this sassy little bitch who doesn't want to talk about her problems and it's all about her. And it's like, you should ask the questions when I want them asked. So I don't think it was easy for you either. No, I was like, question one, what does everyone talk about? Like, same thing as yesterday. I was like, okay, Miss Sassy Pants. Like, yeah, then she's sassing me and I'm like, no, literally it was the same as yesterday. So stop asking. Like, I just don't want to talk about it and I don't have any news to report. And I think what I realized at that point in my life, like I wasn't moving forward. Is I think what it was because you were like, well, what about Thursday and what about Saturday? And by this time, Woody, I'm like, nah, mate, every day is the same. Like every damn day I do the same thing. So like when you ask me how I am tomorrow, I'm going to be the same. I had the same conversations today as I did yesterday. So like stop asking me. Nothing's changing. Yeah. And, and it's probably for... very embarrassing because I was like trying to figure out who I was and impress you as a human. So maybe one day you'd want to marry me. And I was just this, like grumpy person doing nothing with her life. Little did you know I was just falling <laughs> deeply, deeply in love with, with my you. sassiness. Yeah. But I think like, pants. you know, all it took was a, a conversation and basically like, you know what, it changed from like, maybe I don't love when you ask me, you know, questions early in the morning to 
that being one of the first conversations to maybe like actually it's just like when you ask those questions that have sort of the similar answer you're not like I wasn't even necessarily caring too much about the response it was yeah, just you were just like making conversation I just, for the sake of talking yeah needed like, conversation it didn't matter what I said yeah and, and I just thought well, this, I think out of purpose why are we talking at 5 30 in the morning we yeah. talk about something that you need to know and if not then we don't need to talk yet yeah but we even got to a point where you were like okay when you tell me you're ready to talk I will talk <laughs> so we even set it out it's like okay Kelsey well then if you need your space then you tell me when you don't need space anymore and, and I, I would say okay I'm ready to talk now and I think that's okay like for the first little bit I was like feeling like I was walking on eggshells a little bit I was you know walking around and being like waiting for her to like instantly tell me that it's okay for me to talk and then I would like she was dump- like a sick little puppy she's like ooh okay yeah i can talk now so i've been wondering yeah I how dumped. did you sleep what did you think about are you thirsty did you drink any tea last night did you I, drink it all where did you leave your cup and i'm like oh, god i would sake. dump like 100 questions <laughs> on her but then it just evolved into me realizing that like you know what i actually i can like make this more meaningful conversation and i don't i can i can find actually something else that you know also fills me up in the morning and we can sort of work through this together it doesn't need to be me getting my way in and asking you all these questions and it doesn't need to be 100 percent you getting your way where we just ignore each other in the morning it kind of became this like happy ground of like we... absolutely respecting each other's boundaries is what it is right? yeah like that we came to that ground of it doesn't have to be for me and it doesn't have to be for you it is going to be for the both of us and this is just kind of how it works for us and i think the biggest piece is that you weren't trying to offend me. No, like, God, I th- no. I think that that's often like, you know, what we hear from a lot of people is like, you know, you don't want to offend the person or you're like, don't want to upset them and you don't want to like ruffle the feathers or whatever. But it's like, it's actually way more beneficial to the relationship to be able to openly communicate and have those tough conversations because now we just know and now this is the new normal i don't ask you a 100 questions and if i do you give me that look where i'm like okay over i go and like do something else yeah and it's it's funnier now too because it's like out of absolute respect like in the moments where i'm like stop asking me questions i'm like poking fun at you too because i'm like clearly you didn't remember that we had a rule <laughs> you were supposed to not ask me questions as early so go away and ask me questions in 27 minutes and you would gladly just go away and come back in 27 minutes like we've got this humor around it now Oh yeah, because I think we're both in a safe spot to be like, this is who I am. This is what I need. And it's very hard sometimes to communicate what you need. But here I am communicating it and the truth might hurt. But come on, just stop. Yeah. And I think the questions, you know, pull the bandaid and have the conversation and like know that it's going to be for the better. And there might be a few awkward mornings ahead of you or whatever. But that like it's so worth it in the end to know that you can now both be respecting each other and and giving each other what you need and there's plenty of times in the evening for me to ask you questions so yeah those don't stop (laughs) (laughs) okay um flipping it over yeah i've also had to learn i guess how to respect your boundaries in your extrovertedness too of like it wouldn't bother me in a relationship for you to be gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. As long as you told me about it. Do you know what I mean? But I am okay being in a relationship with someone who wants to go out and do whatever they want to do. And in the beginning of building your business, you were out frigging all the time. And never once was I sitting at home being like, oh, I wish you would hang out with me. But I think early on in our relationship when we were, you know, getting to know each other more and wanting to spend all that time together it was like you would have all these things that you wanted to do and they were your things and I was to respect that you were going to do these things regardless of 
if I liked it or not, or if whatever, and you had this life and you're going out. And I think I was very jealous at that point because I don't think I understood. But now I think we're at the point where you can go out and do things and be busy. And I'm just so proud of you for going out because I know that that fuels you, but I'm okay with just saying no now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think again, conversation about it, like I, I remember sitting down and we'd have our calendar out and it was like talking about, you know, doing date night once a week and things like that, because there would be some weeks where I'd be out Monday to Friday networking and talking to people and asking them all my questions and, you know, actually just like making connections with people and figuring out what I need to figure out for, to make my business successful. And I think that there was a part of me that was like, not upset, but like, oh, Kelsey's sitting at home. Like she doesn't want to come here. She doesn't care enough about what I'm doing to join me. And again, I think that tough conversation of, okay, what's going on here? Like, why don't you want to come? And when will you come? And, you know, sometimes I would tell you about something and it was like, well, why didn't you tell me that you were speaking at that thing? And it was like, well, you don't come to those things with me. And it was like finding this line of like where it should be something that I'm inviting you to versus something that obviously you wouldn't want to come to because it's just like not in your world and it's not even something for you to show support with it was just like an event that I was going to and obviously that's not like where you want to be and so and sometimes I did go to the events let me tell you and everyone's like oh my god you're Kelsey and I'm like oh my god everyone knows me yeah and I think and for an introvert I was like you brought me to a room of like 200 people and 20 people came up to me and were like I've been waiting to meet you and I'm like I don't know where I am I don't know who these people are I don't know what they know about me but everyone wants to talk to me and this is completely overwhelming and I'm probably not coming next time (laughs) right because I was the extrovert always out and everybody that it would like phase me differently everybody would always you know see me flying solo so the one time kelsey would walk in with the room it was like oh my god lucy is not lying about her she's actually real she real Here she is not also just on- now lucy you're dead to me because this girl is awesome I, everyone yeah. falls in love with me and i'm just like a lot of them have seen oh her you know behind the scenes stuff on instagram when she's just being herself around the house so they like instantly love her and then they see her at an event and it's just like a swarm of people loving kelsey and so like it was just a, again like the same where you had to have that tough conversation of like okay questions in the morning like a like they gotta stop and then like figure i don't think it was that harsh it was like yes that was the gist of it stop asking the questions but in a general sense it was like also just respect my time like we learned I'm not a morning person. And like when you go to bed at 945 and I used to stay up till like one, two, three in the morning because I couldn't sleep. I wasn't like, hey, 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 wake up. I'm yeah. Like, I, I want to ask you questions about the Internet. You're like, I'm sleeping. It's 945. Leave me. Like I wouldn't have never woken you up. But you were like, first thing she does, she opens her eyes and I got millions of questions for her. Yeah, totally. But so I think like just... the tough conversation that you had to have also had to happen on the flip side of like, you know, where where is the point where I tell you about these events and where is the point where I invite you to something? And and we had to have those conversations of like, it's OK for, you know, of course, it's okay for me to go to these things, but... Absolutely, it's more than okay. I'm encouraging you to go because I, I like being home alone too. So I was like, you can go wherever you want to go, doll. Totally, but sometimes you it's like dreams. the conversation of like, it's actually to the core okay versus like, you yeah. know, one person sitting at home being like, it's fine. It's fine if you go, you know, just have well, And we just heard that from so many people in relationships, like our friends or friends in the past or other people and people ask us about our relationship how does it work so well because I don't like it when so and so is away all the time and I miss them or don't you feel like she just doesn't care about you and she doesn't show up and like we've heard this through other people for like years and years of our lives Mm -hmm. that we expect that 
you know, maybe if I'm not going everywhere you are going and supporting you in every aspect in like the actual flesh that I don't love or respect you. It's just we've become very okay with our differences. Yeah. And I think like we're fiercely independent still. And we are totally our own people. And that's actually a beautiful thing and something that when I, you know, I was single for a long time before meeting you and realized that like this is actually something that's very important to me almost like to a, a fault when we first met because I was so fiercely independent that I wouldn't let you get you close. You will not change me. <laughs> but Love is not about changing people. And I was like, oh girl, you should probably want to grow with your partner. And you were like, no, you will never change me. And I was like, like I was, okay. we're so fiercely independent and I was so passionate about, you know, still having our own friends and our own life and our own passions and <laughs> hobbies. And I think that's very important, but you learn like where that, I guess, I, don't, I hate the word balance, but I guess you learn where that is for each other because like there are things that I know that I would just never invite you to or, or take you to because I know that that's going to. Like a spin class. <laughs> like I know that's going to drain you and, and not light you up. Whereas there are lots of things that I will tell you about that are like, okay, hey, this is actually important to me. You know, I'm speaking in front of X hundred amount of people and I'd really like you there tonight. And you're like hundred percent. I'm Yeah. There and I'm you. like, can you tell me three people who I might sit with? And then you tell me three names of people that I know. And I would have a comfortable time having conversation with for four hours. I would go. But if you just said, I'm speaking at this event at the university and there's 300 people coming, you should come. It's at seven o'clock and I would be like, <laughs> I have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I have to pair my socks. I need to, yes, I'm folding laundry and I have a doctor's appointment and then I just cannot be there. I'm sorry. And you'd be so happy doing right? that. But I just like, for me, I just need the comfort of you telling me it's okay. I'm here to support you, not to go have a good time. Like it's not about me sometimes. I'm just there to love and support you. And here's a few people I could talk to. And I think it's just, all, for me, what I sum it up to is like conversation, like have the tough conversation. And even if you don't know the end result, even if you don't know that that means, okay, honey, you go out three times a night and we'll make sure we stay home to each other, like the other, you know, whatever. It's like, just have that conversation and be like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I think I need and be willing to go through maybe some of that muddy water together to figure it out versus like coming to the relationship and coming to the communication piece as like this is the solution to it just be okay with having the conversation and like getting out your feelings towards it and then moving through it together yeah i don't think there's a solution i think it's just coming to a point where you're like okay cool this is our life we've worked it out you do you i do me we do us life mm -hmm. is good and on the flip side of us being very different i think it's important also to note that Yes, I'm becoming more extrovertedness. Extrovertedness. And I'm becoming more I have introvertedness. More extrovertedness and I'm becoming more of an extrovert. And I'm becoming more of an introvert. Yeah. I love taking my pants off when I get home <laughs> and like staying in for the night. Yeah, she gets home at like six and she takes her pants off. And I was like, oh my God, like we are staying home. She puts a little pajama pants on and life's good. She pulls her socks up real high. And I just know that like she's not going to ask me at nine o'clock to go somewhere. Because when the pajama pants are on, like, we're done for the day. It's good. We don't get out of them. <laughs> right? But it would have never happened before because you would have been like, oh, I could be doing this or going to here. I'm going to meet this class. I'm going to take that person for coffee. I'm going to have this event where I'm meeting the host of this and this and this. And she's <laughs> going to help me with my financial budget for the 2019 year of my, what, like, yeah, mind-blowing things. But also, like, come on, not late. And now I find you come home and you're like, hey, we're just home now. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely so love it. We've kind of veered off into each other's worlds, which has been very interesting. 
it's awesome and for and for my inter- extrovertedness now um something i wanted to note is that a lot of the things that we do we do together um so if i'm going out in the hopes of becoming more extroverted or just like even going out on a friday night which i wouldn't have normally done if i'm going with you around people that you have met and built friendships with i find because you talk so highly of me and we have such a great relationship those people know about me which in the beginning kind of freaked me out because i was like what what do you know about me but now i just know that like i know what they know about me we have this image online we have this thing that we portray as our life which really actually is our life we're not pretending and they know that about me because you're always talking about me which i think is awesome you're my number one number one so then when i go out and i am interacting with them i find that it's actually very fun because <laughs> they love me i know because they love me because they have this image of me and for an hour out of my day i'm like here i am <laughs> and this like person who rises because i don't ever go out and then when i do everyone's so excited to see me and it's just a very wonderful you're like jesus that got like resurrected <laughs> one of my I favorite things that far but one of my favorite things is sometimes when we're like holding hands just about to walk into something i like out of the corner of my mouth i'm like if I don't introduce you, it's because I don't know their name. And then, like, what the first person we see, we, like, go up to and they're like, Kelsey! And I'm like, holy shit, I have no idea who this person is. But everyone (laughs) knows me. And then, then, like, you know to be like, I'm Kelsey, and, like, get their name. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's who that is. Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably what happens when you have 18 point something million people following you on Instagram. Million? Thousand. Oh. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, my God. 18 million. Yeah, so 18,000 people know who I am, and I'm just meeting them for the first time sometimes. I'm like, oh, God, you have seen me in my underpants. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you flaunt it. Okay, I got a question that I'm going to ask you, because I got, like, a a three, three three-parter question that I put together for this episode. Okay. Um, So you're ready for the first one? I believe so, yes. What or when or at which stage of your life did you know that you were an introvert? Give me like the real, like, when did you know you're an introvert? Like, get real. First off, I don't really honestly like associating myself with titles. So I don't know if I'm an introvert because a lot of my life has been extroverted. I don't know what I am, but my introverted tendencies. I don't know, like university probably, because it was the first time I moved out of home. And, like, I had this apartment that I lived in and I would go to school and everyone's like, university is the best time of your life. And, like, don't get me wrong, I had a really good time. But I remember just being, like, so excited to go back to my house and, like, work on my notes and write notes and study and be at home and make a pot of tea and then make myself a plate of nachos. And then I would not... (laughs) Well, stop it. (laughs) I ate a lot of nachos. and make some tea and eat my nachos it's like okay what's the real thing going on here i ate some tea no i ate nachos all the time it was what i could afford in school i love it i'm not even kidding love nachos. ask anyone i used to live with i believe you i'm not down here you know like the very large containers of salsa at like Mm. superstore Mm, that was like we always have we always have those in our fridge now is that why no (laughs) anyway i love that answer good job so yeah probably then that was when i really noticed and but then i think more so is lately when i you know like was in a position where i was had to be extroverted and going out and like getting a job or talking Mm. to people or doing these sorts of things and then going home and feeling frustrated and how exhausted i was and i was Mm -hmm. like why am i not good at this like i'm good at parties and i'm good with friends and i'm good in small groups and i am great but when there's expectations on how I should mm-hmm. perform in public. It was like, but I don't want to go. Like, I just, 
and well and i also suffer from anxiety so getting me to go somewhere i did not want to go was its first problem mm-hmm. and then once i was there because i knew i had to it was just like an overload because i didn't want to be there and i actually didn't even really know how to handle being there so i was like i just need to go home so probably totally. when my anxiety started getting really 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 bad and like a prominent part of my life is when i was like mm, no home is my safe spot and i'll stay here yeah and i think we'll like we'll dive obviously into some deeper anxiety stuff in later episodes but i just remember even like knowing you like obviously i didn't know you in university but there were times where you you know would have to go somewhere and you'd be bowling on the floor of the kitchen and i'd be like holding you before you had to go and like you know it, it brought you to that point so like i think that there's just so many yeah the amount of times that i have cried at the thought of getting in my car and i love driving it's not about driving it was like if once i'm in that car i know i'm going like it is real i am going and i'm going to show up to that event that i said i would go to like i said i would go a month ago but i probably shouldn't have because mm-hmm. that is not fair for someone like me i don't know how i'm gonna feel that day and like i got ready that day i've been ready for all of those days like i am mm-hmm. got my outfit on i'm ready i feel good i look good and then i go to leave the, and i'm like opening the door to get in my car and i just can't yeah because it like hits me it's like it's fucking real i'm going in my loafers and then it's like i am actually not going i need to sit on the couch and i'm going to cry and please don't ask me what is wrong because i don't know but mm-hmm. i cannot go yeah i think that's just like a taste of the realm of what we can dive into when it comes to like yeah. introvertedness and like anxiety and things like that but yes good so answer that, that i, I like that university was something that university and you and your nachos brought it out for you finding my independence yeah was a great time in my life and then i didn't know what the hell to do with it when i got it um so if we're gonna just dive into it i also have some questions for you have you got your laptop this time? I do have my laptop. Is it charged? It's 79%. <gasps> and Girl. it's still connected to the internet. Oh my gosh. Um, Are you getting these questions off the internet? No, I wrote these, doll. <laughs> I just don't know which one I want to ask first. Come on, you got three. Okay, so what has bothered you or been one of the hardest things to learn about dating someone who is introverted when that is not who you are? Um, I think one of the things that bothered me, especially in the beginning was I didn't know how to answer people when they would be like, where's Kelsey? I would say at home. And for me, I was like, it always felt a little bit weird. I didn't know how to explain it. And I didn't know what those people would think of me. And it probably came down to like an ego thing at the end of the day. What had you hoped you could tell them? Like she has at home being a... Well, not even what I hoped that I would be able to tell them, but I would see everybody else there with their partners and, you know, I would sit down to a table and everyone is a couple and I was just always flying solo and that's my decision. I went, I decided to go, but I always, like when people would say, where is Kelsey? Because that would be one of the first things people would ask. I would say at home and I just got really good at just saying those two words and smiling and then the conversation would move on and Mm -hmm. you know maybe some of them thought something was wrong maybe some of them thought that was weird maybe some of them thought damn girl like you're going to these things and just you're your own fierce independent woman and that's what I was doing so but I think that was probably like 
in the beginning, especially one of the things that I really struggled with because I was like, should I be answering something else? Should I be like, oh, she's had dinner with her mom tonight or like, you know, should I be yeah, make- like wondering if you should make something up that sounds more logical rather than she just wanted to be at home. Yeah, she just wanted to stay at like home. You didn't want to have to explain it for me because I couldn't really explain it to you. probably. Well, and I couldn't really explain it. I was like, she's just at home. She's just happy. No, I'll go home to her later. Or like there'd be moments where someone would say like, they're going here after the event and like you want to come and i would say no i'm i'm gonna go home now like to kelsey and like you know it was 10 30 or whatever like my night was done i was good i'd made my connections i'd had a great time i was ready to go home to bed and i think that like there's a little bit of like some i don't even want to call it judgment but just like some awkwardness i guess around being like no like she's at home and i'm gonna go home and be with her and like and then also probably eventually bringing me out to these events because i'm like okay i should show up for you more so you bring me to some of these things where normally people would say, where is Kelsey? And then instead it's like, oh, hi, Kelsey. And then I'm like awkward and quiet the whole time. And it's like, well, so she does exist and she's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you make her sound so awesome. But she's like, do you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, like, so there's did just you some, not like... want to show me off like to my true potential? Like, was it awkward to then bring out the awkward girlfriend who you claim to be well, this I... amazing, incredible person? I even Cause... remember one, you know, I thought it was a cool like date night because it was this fancy event that I brought you <laughs> oh to. Oh my God, I know which one and I and, hated like, it. All I, I knew so many people that were going and I did. I wanted to show you off. Like, I was so excited to be like, this is the person that I'm going to marry. Like, I'm so lucky and I wanted to show you off. And I remember looking at you the whole night. Like, it was a fancy night right very like, fancy you and- walked into these like ice sculptures and you were pouring they were pouring shots through them and you were drinking with this glove and there was this ice thing and i People was like were taking my jacket and like wondering if i would like to drink it from an ice cube shot glass or a disposable yet compostable something else and yeah that you can like, eat like it i was would a, like to oh. it was like a nice event and i was excited to show her off and i remember looking at the uh, looking across this we were sitting in an igloo at the time and yeah, I remember, we were <laughs> i remember looking across at kelsey and being like shit i told her this was like a date night and i have messed up but it was like me wanting to show you off and introduce you to a ton of people that i knew there that were like you know big time people business wise and that i had made the connections with and i was just excited for that and then in that moment realizing this is the last place that she would want to be and so and i was very upset because you told me it was a date yeah and there was a lot of communication problems in that exact moment because you probably didn't think i wanted to go so you didn't tell me all the details well and i thought it was this big fancy thing that like i was i got us tickets and i was like excited to like take you on this date but then it turned and you probably didn't know you were going into either so you didn't know it was gonna probably be just like very intimate conversations and igloos with people yeah i thought it was gonna be more like a bit of a party cocktails and yeah like we could stand on the side and then meet people and talk if we wanted but it was like full-on conversation with people very high up in like the entrepreneur world in calgary yeah and i was out of my place and had basically been like not lied to but told i was going on this fun adventure get dressed up doll it's going to be so great and then i walk into something i'm like this is not a date yeah so even in those moments like there's been hard times you had no idea yeah and like it's just learnings it's like we got in the car and i said i'm so sorry and like i think i I said i I think think i said i fucked up said I f- I, the first thing I said when we got in the car is I'm like, I fucked up, didn't I? And I then you were like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so did. I was like, it's not the event itself that was awful. It was that you did not tell me mm-hmm. and you knew the whole time. Yeah. And so just those hard conversations and those hard things that's been like, I can't even remember exactly what your question was, but like those have been some of the biggest learnings of <laughs> like, holy shit. Like I got to like, you know, figure this out. And like, what does this look like for us? Perfect. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, ad- what advice would you give to other people who are extroverts? 
Um, I think on this topic in general, I think advice would be for people to read the book Boundaries. Because when I read that book and I started, you know, investigating relationships in my life and wondering, do I have healthy boundaries? Do I not have healthy boundaries? And I would let people walk all over me. I didn't even think I knew at that point what boundaries were, but it was like, there were so many times where I was out of control with you know, my relationships with people because I would let people walk all over me and I like to help people. So I would help pretty much everybody. And there's like all of these things where I've learned about boundaries, but for extroverted and introverted, and especially in our relationship is knowing those boundaries. And if you are an introvert who does not want to go to something that your partner or your best friend thinks is going to be a phenomenal time, then <laughs> know that that's a boundary of yours and mm -hmm. that you don't work well in that situation and just say, hey, simply, like, I don't think that's going to be a good idea. I love you, but no. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing it based solely on the fact that if I go, I, I'm not enjoyable for you. And I could put on a happy face. So I think just knowing your boundaries and knowing what situations and exploring that of like what situations actually make you feel uncomfortable and when they are uncomfortable just put your hand up and say i'm gonna go or just like i have to go to the bathroom and like actually exit i'm like, ready to go home now i'm ready to go home now like there's there's things that you can do to be okay with that and like it's fine i don't think people need to judge an introverted person and i don't think i need to judge an extroverted person who maybe wants to stay out until 2 a.m networking i'm like you go you go girl you go girl but i'm also like one of the least judgmental people in the world so i'm like if that's what you want to do you do it yeah you do so you. if you want to go be that person i'm gonna stay here and be me yeah i got to that point so i obviously my advice is to get to that point but within that it's like Learn about boundaries, figure out what your boundaries are, communicate your boundaries. Yes. And know, you know, like what are your limits and live within them. Boom. I mean, like if you're traveling, live without your limits and like try new shit. But in terms of like people, yeah, master your life. I like it. Question for you, Lucy. What is the most desirable or one of the most desirable aspects of becoming more introverted to you? taking my jeans off and getting in the actually sometimes i don't even put pants on for the rest of the night like spending so much time in your underwear not wearing pants <laughs> seriously like fucking pants are overrated okay they're leg so, prison um is that actually your answer seriously one of the biggest traits is like actually being so comfortable and rested and I think one of the things, maybe it's just me alone feeling this as an extrovert, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that it's not. I was like keeping myself so busy that I didn't actually have time to think about a lot of things and be bored. And I think, yes, not wearing pants helps, but also not having something to do all the time forced me to like be bored and sit there and think about things and maybe process some other stuff that was going on. And I think that's probably one of my favorite things is like, you can do that when you don't have a stacked schedule all the time. Yeah, you just open up more mental space for you and your actual well-being and like resting or whatever. Or There's like whatever comes up, whatever comes up in that time of An like opportunity maybe. Yeah, like, like that evening it's like well, do you want to go do that? And like, like we could go to a movie and it's like, well, I'm pretty glad you didn't make plans with 17 people because I just wanted to go to a movie with you and like Yeah, it feels okay. it feels nice. So I think that's a newfound like freedom, freedom and like enjoyment that I have found because I am more introverted now than I've ever been in my life. I still mm -hmm. go out and I still go do things and I'm still very like always on the go. I'm getting my cup filled, <laughs> but yeah. I think that like 
I really enjoy taking my pants off and I also really enjoy just like the space where it's like what are you doing tonight and some like someone will ask that and it's like nothing <laughs> and that's cool I know and then they're like no but like really what are you doing and it's like nothing mm-hmm. I am going home to do nothing yeah with and my that hot in wife itself is like the like if anyone ever wants to fight me the fact that I get to go home to my hot introverted wife come at me oh my god okay just so... like the man in front of the max today <laughs> oh don't even (laughs) that is a whole whole other ball game (laughs) i can't with you he called us hot bitches i wasn't even you know what it's because you're so judgmental of people stop listening to people he went it right to our face i was walking to the liquor store i didn't even hear him you're deaf in one ear yes he looked at us and he was like "Mm, yeah hot Mm. bitches and i was like excuse me what the hell did you just say please don't ever say that again (laughs) And then as we came out of where we were going, he started saying more stuff as we got And why not say, like, thank you, I'm such a hot bitch. In your mind, like, don't have a conversation with the dude. You clearly don't like him, but, like, don't rage. harass the poor dude. Rage, I just have rage. You have a little bit of rage. I have... There was something I was looking for on the internet again because oh it was... Oh, my God! <laughs> Stop! No, I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. I need to see it. <laughs> Can you tell a story while I type? No, it's so absolutely funny. not. I don't support. It's what? an introverted meme that I just posted the other day, and I don't know where. Oh, it's got to be in my photo. Oh my gosh, she's gonna go searching for it on the technology that she doesn't really know how to use. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yelling at me. Oh my gosh. No. Okay. I'm gonna ask you my last question, That's and then great, I think you have a few. I have one more question for you afterwards, and then we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Because we can. Um, so, do you think that either like introvert and introvert, or extrovert and extrovert make Pardon? A, like so <laughs> put two introverts together or two extroverts together? Like, do you think that those make good couples, or do you think personally that like an introvert and an extrovert make a better couple? I think that communication makes people a good couple. Of course, you would answer in like the best possible way. <laughs> like do you think two introverts could actually like make it work yeah yeah i think two extroverts can yeah absolutely and i think that a dog and a cat if they wanted to like get married and live life Aww. forever they could i don't think that there's i think so too i don't think that what no i, I don't think no i think that a dog and a cat could make it together yeah that I mean, would be so cute i mean you know those that like uh unexpected relationships and it's like a little baby duck like riding on a crocodile and you're like oh they're best friends like those shows where it shows yeah, like it's like a bear hugging a fox and they're like what in the absolute fuck <laughs> and they're lovers yeah but they just like needed a friend yeah i've uh, seen that yeah see it so for me if an introvert absolutely you're gonna run into difficulties in any relationship that you're in okay i don't so care if you're an introvert or what's happening now. i'm adding another bonus question <laughs> If it, was a, if it was a relationship between a bear and a duck, which one are you? I'm the duck. You're the duck for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're a big scary bear. Oh, I'm a cuddly grizzly. No, yeah, no, you think you're scary and then you get up and you're like, I have no threats. <laughs> like you're big and scary, but then you get there and you're actually just oh, a I'm big, a big softy. pile of mush. Yeah. All right. Did you find your internet research and your whatever you're looking at? No, because you asked me a question that I needed to Google. Oh my gosh, the Google. <laughs> there was a meme the other day about, <laughs> thank God for Google, because I only know about six or seven things. I told you that. I know. That wasn't a meme. That was your walking meme wife. Okay, so y- I won't find it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it was something about like, you know the saying, go big or go home? Oh, it's, I know what it is. Yeah, Are that, you ready I'm, for I'm this? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Listen, I know it. 
you underestimate the amount that I want to go home. No, no I don't know. What it is. <laughs> it's like in in it response says, to the go big or go home. Yeah. I'm like, you do actually not you underestimate know the amount that I actually want to go home. That I just want to go home. Yeah. So like, what, where me. were we going with this? Uh, it was an introverted meme that I saw that I was funny, and it was like, yeah, literally, my only goal today is to go home. So don't. Yeah, don't tempt have me. me. I will go. Don't try me. Or like your boss is like, well, you got to go home then. I'm like, okay, see ya. Yeah. Like we, you're going to be done early today or you can stay and work longer. I'm like, I'm out. Like I'll go home. Thanks. No, for sure. Going home. Yeah. Going home. Bye. Okay. So I have one question and then I do have this letter board that I need you to read. Okay. But we're going to have to answer the question and then we're going to have to give people a bit of a backstory to the letter board. Oh, very quickly. Okay. So my question, if I have you got someone to be figure out no double, we don't want to take everyone's time. Maybe It'll... they're already at work. Maybe they listen to this on their way home okay. and they're done. You're right. Or maybe they have a couple more loads of laundry and they can just hit the next episode because it's also epic. Or they're listening on two times speed and this is like half the time. <laughs> okay, question for you. Yeah. Do extroverts get exhausted? And what has been your experience with that? Like, honestly, looking back now. Um, I think so, Yes. I think I had a t like I can only basically speak from personal experience because you done it. I done it, um, but I think that there was a lot of, like people throw around this word burnout, especially in the entrepreneur world. I don't know if I ever reached like a rock bottom burnout, but I remember feeling tired and I remember feeling exhausted and to the point where I needed to do something whatever the task was and I was doing it at like 30% of you know I was just like moving through things and when you're your own boss it's like nobody's checking your work nobody's like reviewing things for you and you're not getting a raise like so you just putting stuff out there that you know maybe it's an email that you need to reply to to like book in for some event or whatever it is and I remember just like doing these tasks and feeling like so tired when I was out like three four five times a week and I, I can't remember where the switch started to happen of where I'm like home a lot more now but I think it was just getting to the point of like this is not sustainable long term and like I don't want to be doing this and I was looking at all of these people like it's so funny because when you work for a company, it's like, oh, I just want to have no boss and be able to do whatever I want. And then when you can do whatever you want and have no boss, it's like, oh, I just want to have like a nine to five and like not care about it and like shut it yeah. down at the end of the night. And I remember like hearing people say that like, you know, just go home from work and like whatever they're doing. And I was like, oh my God, like I've still got like a whole night ahead of me and like all of these things. And so I think little by little, I just started to realize that this isn't sustainable and that I'm like actually tired and people were starting to say you look tired and like you know I would be doing something and they're like are you is everything okay like you look exhausted and I was like oh I am exhausted I'm so tired Thank you for noticing yeah and so I think absolutely extroverts get tired yes we're like filled up by conversation and being out and being around yep. people but I think that sleep is important and that yeah. you still need to rest and I was I was tired and so just learning to like okay maybe that turns into one yeah. night out a week and a really meaningful event versus just going to something because I think I should go to it yeah and so I guess like what are your like trigger points that you notice now like how do you know that you need time for yourself well now even scheduling like, like you're just I'll, like oh I'll, I feel kind of tired and I haven't yeah three nights in a row I'm totally like home. okay with canceling on people and just saying hey I'm tired like it's not because I don't want to spend time with you or I don't want to come to that event with you I'm just tired and yeah. like this is what I need so awesome. I think you helped me learn a lot about that and actually just like going back to boundaries like you say just like being able to confess that to someone and like I would never get mad if someone said that to me so why would I like 
like try and fake it you know and, and be like oh i'm going even though i'm exhausted it's like i just got good at being like actually i'm really tired and i don't want to go to that like yeah and i think that honestly all comes and i think we can close on this other than my little letter board <laughs> that i need to show you is just you've also built a company to a point now where you don't need to be running your ass off all day every day like you're at a point and so for entrepreneurs out there it's like you might need to be exhausted absolutely because you're crushing it like you've got stuff to do you've got to build your company you need to build yourself you need to create your image you need to go out there and network and do your thing Mm -hmm. or else really what is it all about so working for yourself is exhausting but you finally built it to a point now where you maybe can come home and just have a little bit of a relax and start working at 6 p.m every day because for two years you didn't stop and now you're just reaping the benefits of really hard work which i think Mm -hmm. is something we both knew from the beginning of our relationship is that you know like we would rather have long-term gratification for the things that we do now versus like the instant gratification of totally just go get it it's like you know what we have worked our absolute asses off for the last couple years to be able to be at home Mm -hmm. relaxing spending quality time together and really diving into what that time looks like together to then have an incredible relationship and an incredible marriage so yeah sometimes you gotta like do that sprint and that slog and all of that to like get some of the longer term gain okay so um with that we do want again to say thank you for coming and listening and hopefully we were able to add some light into some people and really just you know encourage you to ask some questions about yourself or ask us some questions of how we can possibly help you but just know that whoever you are and however often you want to leave your house and what you want to wear and when you want to wear pants you do you because the rest of it is maybe we need an extroverted bar that's no pants ew (laughs) don't no maybe pajama pants or like wear like Uh, don't wear your pretty pants wear your comfy pants like a comfy like why do why are there no nightclubs with sweatpants why isn't that a thing we also should wear comfier pants to thanksgiving uh we do we're good at that now okay show me this letterboard so backstory quick (laughs) while she's pulling this up i have it don't i love like memes letterboards everything online that could make you like chuckle i hardcore like bend over she geeks out over them and i don't find them funny at all i laugh out loud and i die and i cry and then i flip the screen around and kelsey looks at me and she's like what like it's I, not funny i don't get it we will be doing a whole episode on letterboards <laughs> because it is hilarious and i'm Are you gonna sure show this her... one's gonna make me laugh they gonna one, read it or you're gonna show me it's not a letterboard it's a sign <gasps> with the letters on it yep okay but like and i'm gonna give it to you okay and you're just gonna read it and probably laugh did it make you laugh yeah i I remember i was on the couch and i was like (laughs) (laughs) so it might not make you laugh actually good no it's really funny should i read it out loud as i I think after you laugh you gotta like compose yourself and then tell people what it says should i read it out loud as i'm reading it no just just read read it to myself i'm gonna watch you okay she's reading (laughs) (laughs) is it good laughing it's so good <laughs> who is this sign maker and where is this in the world i don't know <laughs> do you want me to read it yeah what does it say ducks have feathers to cover their butt quacks okay <laughs> <laughs> guys they probably we... don't but that's funny we hope you got so much from this episode <laughs> please don't forget to subscribe and go and check us out on instagram at kelsey and lucy we love your stinking guts 
Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye.